Green Visions, Green Ideas. Welcome to today's podcast, where we show ways to actively change the behavior when it comes to choosing more plant-based food. I welcome the winners of this year's Behavioral Change Challenge. It's Alara Tertan, Vivian Pirger, and Clara Serde. For the podcast, we thank, as usual, the continuous support of allgoodspeakers.com. Great welcome to this podcast, you three, three ladies I have here as guests. The winners of our challenge participated in a summer school at SDU here at Arzion in Sonneborg, and they are not actually coming from SDU. They just participated and took the chance to make some in interventions here at SDU and see the results of it. The summer school was called Behavior Change for a Sustainable Future. And you were the winners. Could you please introduce yourself a little bit? Hello, I'm Alara Tezjan. I'm coming from Switzerland, Lugano, from UCI. And we attended for the summer school and uh, we made some interventions for our research. And it was so much fun. Fine. Vivienne. Yes, so my name is Vivienne and I'm doing my environment and bioresource management bachelor at in Vienna. And um, yeah, I loved participating in the summer school and working with my three co uh, two colleagues here. <laughs> Thank you, Clara. Hi, I'm Clara Sertl, and I'm also same as Vivi, uh, studying in the fifth semester at the University of Natural Resources and Life Science in Vienna. And I always wanted to do something like summer school, and I'm so happy that we got chance to, and even such a great result. So. I couldn't be happier. That is very nice that you took the chance to come here to Sonneborg. I mean, we don't have usually the nicest weather, but nevertheless, you choose Denmark for your destination. Was there any specific reason for this? I specifically choose the course because of the sustainability um, awareness stuff. Yes. The same for you other two? Yes. Definitely the sustainability topic was the, the most interesting part. Glad you choose it. In your application, you state that 96% of Danes eat meat and 57 of them are unwilling to reduce their meat consumption. That's a statement. And I know it is from a paper that you have read and you cite this. Um, do you have the, this impression of the Danes that this is right? Is it so bad? Um, I mean, we did stay in Denmark for a limited amount of time. So it was the summer school was two weeks. And I feel like that's uh, too short to get the complete picture of if 90% of Danes are meat eaters. But from I feel like what I've personally seen and Alara and Clara were certainly agree that Danes eat a lot of meat. And that sort of we observed that from people's eating behavior, like what are the summer school participants from Denmark eating in comparison with the international students? And then also the availability of alternative products in the supermarket and what the restaurants had to offer. Yeah, not eating red meat would really reduce our emissions and uh, how we can do this. That would um, that is especially what you thought about, and maybe um, it also changes over time according to uh, your incentives. Uh, if we do more like this, 
Sure. And um, so we actually chose this topic because when we were at the summer school, we noticed that in the at Cafe Alcyon in the cafeteria, the choices for vegetarian meals, they were very limited. And um, there was a lack of warm options that had uh, no meat and there was a lack of sandwiches that were vegetarian and so on and so forth. And, um, you know, considering that the SU has a sustainability focus and emphasizes the the SDGs, the sort of sustainable development goals a lot, I feel like that those two things don't really go together. So um, our motivation was to pick up that topic at Cafe Alcyon to try to get people to eat more plant-based meals and maybe to lower that percentage of 90 96% um, at least here at, at SDU. Yeah. Now I heard that it is preferential that you do not skip meat at all, but rather start slowly moving in a certain direction. And that was also, I think, your approach or what you observed. Yeah, definitely. Um, what we did was we did a field study where we observed people's behavior at Cafe Alcyon directly. Uh, the basis for our intervention was from the, the theoretical insights that we got during the summer school. And the main part of that was called the edgy veggies concept by Turnwald, where the content is basically that you rename foods so they sound more appealing or appetizing to the customers. So they would rather choose that in comparison with the other things that are offered. And so we did that for the menu and we put that on posters and we combined it with different with some other approaches like visibility enhancements and nutritional labeling. And we put up these posters around Cafe Alcyon at the entrance and um, the cash desk. And then we observed what people's behavior was and if it changed. That's why we had two days of observation, one that was a, con uh, like a control day where we obviously didn't have an intervention to see what people normally do. And then we had the intervention day where we had put up our posters and then looked at whether that made a difference or not. What did the kitchen chef do? I mean, did he just allow you to do this? Did you ask him uh, before doing this? Yeah, normally, you would think it's the first thing you do because without permission, we can't do really anything. So in our case, it was the case. We wanted to do another project, but somehow we ended up with this even better one. And so we had a limited time frame, and that was a bit of a problem, but uh, the, the uh, manager and the head chef was completely fine with it. We asked him if we wouldn't interfere with the kitchen and the consumers, he would just observe, and he was really happy to help us and happy that we could contribute somehow to the Café Elsia. Oh, that is very good to know. So we can ask further on, just uh, continue and, and help uh, changing this behavior of the people. So, um, and what did now you, you explained what you practically did, you hang up all these posters, and you communicated this, were there other things you did? Did you tell the, the people something that were around and went to the, uh, went to the canteen? No, because that would have influenced our results. So we tried to really let our intervention, the posters shine for themselves so we could really get results that 
um, showed how those things influenced the people's behaviors at that day. So we didn't talk about it with them at all, or at least we tried to, because some of the people then obviously started speaking to us about it because they noticed the science, but we tried to not influence them in any way and give them any influencing answers. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of no. our, how we interacted. Uh, Clara or Vivienne and Alara, did you actually go to the kitchen then and stayed with one with a cashier, one where they put the meat on their plates? Uh, how how did you do? Or maybe I should also explain this uh, canteen that we have. You take a plate and then you put on the, the, the dishes yourself. So you choose yourself what to put on instead of a canteen where you have ready-made uh, plates that that's being handed out. Mm -hmm. So you, you went there and, and had a look on all the plates? Yeah, that's basically what we did. We, we, we did a fly on the wall observational analysis. So we were kind of in the background out of the people's way and sort of observed where were they going first? Where did they start filling up their plates? And then what was actually on their plates considering vegetables versus meat-based food? And you had your own evaluation scheme for how many vegetables. Will you maybe also elaborate on this? Yeah, sure. So we had um, the, the we divided basically the portion sizes. So we had was there like half that was half of the plate filled with vegetables. Was it only a quarter? Was it three quarters all vegetables, or were there no vegetables at all? And then we looked at, um, did they start at the salad bar, which is where the vegetable options were actually placed that day, or are they starting at the hot meal section where the meal for the day was meat-based? So those were, that's what we looked yeah. at. What did you expect from this? Uh, we expect to make significant change on individuals' behavior on their meat consumption. As we know so far, Denmark has high awareness about environmental issues but they are consuming a lot of meat, even they know it. Uh, with our intervention, we expect to change um, the individuals, how they are filling up their plates. Our first intervention was about to influence the people, start from salad vegetable section. And um, we expect that making initial start point from the hot food section to vegetable salad section would increase the plant consumption. But um, however, the results came up with different insights. Um, another thing that we made was, uh, as um, Vivian mentioned before, we changed the menu names based on Edge Veggie Toolkit by Turnwald. We wanted to make increasement on the individual's plates, uh, plant consumption. Um, uh, because we also um, add them more information about the nutrition values of vegetables um, to inform that state people effectively. Um, after we made our positive framing and nudging cooperation on that, we expect increasement on plant consumption. We expect the individuals would be willing to fill up their plate with plant-based, or at least they would be willing to try it. Yeah, and. Uh... What were actually? What did you actually observe? What did the people do? Um, um, from our first observation, influencing the people start from salad vegetable um, table. We observed unexpected result, as I mentioned. It was um, thirty nine point ninety nine percent, and then it decreased to 
uh, 26.14% after intervention. We observed that starting point is not determinant factor when you want to increase vegetable um, consumption. Uh, another thing we observed is increasement on overall vegetable consumption, especially after our intervention, half of the people decide to fill their half plate with vegetable. It was only 34.94% before our intervention. Uh, we tested our observation before and after results to, statistic to statistically evaluate our findings. And we applied one detailed test with 177 individuals and we found significantly difference on individuals' behavior. Uh, lastly, we asked the people what were their motivation of choosing today's veggie menu, which is we designed. Uh, totally 11% um, of the people influenced by different aspects of the poster when they filling up their plates. And 51% uh, of people fill up their plate randomly. Also, that shows that our nudging operation worked. So there were many, many, many figures. Well, just summarizing this briefly, I think uh, you had good success with your posters. Uh, so people were actually acting and putting on more plant-based meat, but plant-based food and reducing the amount of meat they had. But overall, they went to the hot meat, uh, to the hot dishes first. So this incentives of bringing them to start with, uh, with salad bar, uh, did not work. Yeah. And exactly. And uh, but on the other side, you managed to change their behavior in that that they were more interested maybe um, into the vegetables and actually put on that day more vegetables on their plate. I think it's also crucial that we name, uh, just mentioned it was during the, the vacations of the students. So um, only the summer schools took place. And apart from this, it was stuff that you had in the canteen and not so many students. I would expect for students, the behavior uh, changes would be maybe easier as well. And you you have also some suggestions of what else we could do. Uh, yeah, because we tell them you should start there. Be they didn't start there, maybe just because they know the environment already and they already know what they want to eat. And also many people are coming before um, they check the website. We didn't um, change the names on the uh, online website. So maybe if we do more changes and more influencing on the menus and informing people more, maybe it will be more change. Yeah, I expect so. Also the uh, kitchen staff, as we were doing our research, was also very like interested in it and asked us if they could get the results. So the initiative was there. So I think they, they really want to get the results. I'll take that up and I will uh, con inform them any case. That's clear. Will you continue working on the subject maybe at your home universities? Um, speaking for me and Willy, we are from the same university. Um, I'm not quite sure to which extent, but um, we, of course, like we're studying environmental studies and bioresource management. So when we're speaking about it, I'm not quite sure about the staff. So maybe it would be a good suggestion to do a research in that area 
to see if like university staff and the teaching personnel also has like this tendency or is it just students? Yeah, that would be good. And maybe you find also a group or you can define a group at your home university. Yeah, uh, we you haven't do. thought about it that much, but there are many contests at our universities, same as at SDU, I think, about sustainability. So that would also be like a possibility we could like combine it somehow. Yes, I hope so. To bring the ideas forward. Thank you very much, uh, you three. And congratulations again for winning, for the winning paper. We will announce it on Monday here at the university during our climate conference. And unfortunately, as you are from abroad, you, you cannot participate, but you will be there on a computer screen and we will send you the awards afterwards. And thanks to all our listeners today. You can join our channel on Facebook to get notifications on new podcasts and find the address and notes also on this podcast on Facebook. Thanks a lot for today. Bye bye.